0: Head over to bombus.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for twenty percent off your first purchase. That's B O M B A S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you.
1: Can you hear the birds? Should we shut the door?
0: people don't want to hear birds on a podcast i don't know people i, I hear birds on uh, when buster only does baseball tonight podcast
1: so you're saying we have to be like buster only
0: i would love to be like buster only welcome to matt and dory's excellent adventure there's always a half second hesitation where i, I see try that. to figure out what podcast i'm doing it's
1: funny because you're staring at your wife i know in your home but i'm
0: always staring at my wife um, you're always around regardless of what podcast i'm working on is
1: that true though
0: well, if I'm, like, doing, you know, if I'm, like, uploading Star Trek or, mm. you know, editing something or on my way to a Nerdist or something, I'm, I'm seeing you. You're, mm. you're involved in my life. True. So, you know, it's not that I necessarily just associate you with one podcast. Mm, I, I associate you with all of them. Anyway, I'm Matt. My sperm's dumb.
1: I'm Dory. My eggs are old.
0: Uh, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in to program. This program. This program. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like that now. Uh, Some bit of business to get out of the way up top.
1: Well, wait. Before we get to the business. Yeah. I feel like everyone should know that right as we were like sitting down to, you know, start doing the podcast, Bo went into his bin of toys. Yes. Took his microphone.
0: Yes. Microphone that was paid for by a listener's donation.
1: And took it outside and squeaked it as he... As he went outside, it was like he knew we were recording. He was like, I need to get my microphone too. He's
0: been playing with that quite a bit. Um, You've been gone.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: You've been in the great city of Austin, Texas. Correct. You had a great series of events there. I did. You met some listeners. I did. You signed some books. I did. You looked at some Madewell clothing. I did. Uh, Anything else to add about that?
1: Um, I got to hang out with my niece. Yes. And my sister. Yes. And my brother in law.
0: Friends of the podcast. And my parents. Friend of the podcast.
1: And we ate some good food. Uh huh. And. Did you go to
0: Franklin? No. I mean, I've never been, I've only cooked his brisket. I've never had Franklin barbecue.
1: I believe we've discussed this on the podcast, but that was where I first met Emily and Kumail.
0: Yeah. Um they also wait in line. Yeah. But I've never done it and I'd like to do it and uh
1: Well, you could have come to Austin and the problem you is that I'm didn't. always
0: south by southwesting and it's so busy then.
1: I went during south by southwest. I know, I know.
0: I know. You did you did better than I did. I was there that year. What? I know. It's oh crazy. Oh my god. I could have very easily had texted Kumail and Emily and been like, what are you guys doing? Oh and
1: like, my God. We're going God. to Franklin
0: barbecue. And I would have been like, well, all right, I'll go.
1: That would have been so weird. Yeah. That was 2012.
0: Uh-huh. Long time ago.
1: Long time ago. I was
0: there. I believe that was the year we did the John Oliver episode of the Nerdist podcast from Austin, Texas at the, um, I'm trying to name it, remember the name of the venue. I can't remember. Okay. But yeah, it was on 6th. Everything is. Cool. Um, But I'm glad you had a good time. I did. Bo had a lovely time.
1: He was at the Chateau.
0: For three days. Yeah. Well, two and a half.
1: Um, And then I got home today and Matt was doing Star Trek.
0: I was not here. I was doing a podcast for America.
1: Take a lift home. (laughs) It took so long.
0: It did. It took long, but it did not take as long as it would have taken me to leave the house, go get you, and then come back. That is true. Which we've discovered is a two-hour ordeal. Yes,
1: there was longer. a moment on the four hundred five where I was like, "This guy is a horrible driver. I could get in an accident right now."
0: Oh boy! I'm glad you didn't. Me too. I'm glad you made it. Me too. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad we're doing the podcast. Yeah. Very nice to have you return. Oh,
1: thanks, honey. I was
0: very lonely yesterday. You were? I was. Oh. Beau was so exhausted. Like he <laughs> slept like he slept from the time I took him home from the chateau. Picked him up at about 4:30. Okay. He completely refused to move.
1: Well, you kept sending me pictures of him in different states of he repose. Just
0: kept shifting. He did, he wasn't doing it. So he was like not you know, it was like not even having a dog here. Oh, God. It was just me on a Saturday night. And I was like, what do I do? You were like,
1: this, this is date night.
0: I'm like, I guess I'll watch all these. So I ended up watching this guy. His name is, this is Dan Bell. Dan Bell is the guy's name. He makes these YouTube videos. He does one series in particular I love called uh, Dead Malls.
1: You love Dead Malls.
0: Where he goes to malls that have occupancy rates sometimes of 20%. Oh, and walks around the malls. Oh, and that Films dark. it, and talks about the history of the mall and stuff. Great. It's a great series. And if you're into like abandoned things or anything like that, like I am, uh, I 100% recommend This is Dan Bell. Cool. Thought I would share that. So that's what I was doing last night, watching that. I saw you tweet quietly it. Quietly by myself in the house, the air conditioner going, mm. and I like ordered a steak and cheese sub to be delivered.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh. It got dark.
0: Ate my feelings. Oh. Had some mozzarella sticks in the sub.
1: Oh, no. Then I put some fries in there. Oh, no.
0: In case you're wondering, it was fat sales.
1: Oh, honey. You yep. really fell off the wagon. I really
0: had a hard fall off the wagon. Oh. It started at the Venetian. In the morning, I had a calzone for breakfast.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully now you're back on.
0: I'm back. I'm back on the plan. Yep. <laughs> Oh, yeah yeah. What's so funny? I'm just thinking about our uh, nutritionist pal listening to this.
1: <sighs> I know.
0: Who I have yet to respond to.
1: I know. I also think it was very unrealistic of me to s- like start a nutrition thing uh, while I'm still doing book stuff.
0: But you're always gonna make excuses, you know.
1: Ooh. That's the thing. I'm, I'm not saying
0: you as a person. I'm saying you as a human being. Yeah. All human beings do this.
1: That's true, I and mean, I
0: can always find a reason not to be on a diet,
1: that's true, but it's uh, not a diet,
0: yeah, it's a way of life. I'm back on this way of life exactly. for now, everybody uh, exactly today's day, day one a or day 112. <laughs> one, once whatever um that made no noise. Why could I not fidget with that?
1: It made noise it did not it did I N- could hear it.
0: no one heard it, okay, um.
1: Matt always needs something to fidget with. Yeah. We should get you a fidget spinner.
0: I should. Get, a, get get on the bandwagon. Get on the craze of the fidgets. Yeah. If you're at home and you have a child already, you probably know what a fidget spinner is.
1: It's weird. I've seen like grown adults just hanging out using them like in airports. Oh, that's weird. Lately.
0: That is weird. It's very strange. Huh. Um,
1: anyway, <clears throat> should we get to our business?
0: Yeah. That was a seven minutes of not business.
1: All right, all right.
0: Hey, I'm just saying.
1: Okay, so honey. Yeah. Remember a couple of weeks ago.
0: I know. That's why I wanted to start it with that.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> too late. I know. Um we said we were gonna do a third bonus episode. If if we got to a thousand reviews on iTunes. And guys, I'm sorry to say we're
0: so far we
1: are nowhere close.
0: We are at we're, five something.
1: We're, well, no, we're at we're at about six hundred in the U.S. And so, including Canada and Australia, um, I don't know how many we have in the U.K. Actually, we didn't get a volunteer. from We the did UK. not get a U.K. volunteer. No, uh, we got several Canadian volunteers.
0: That's because they're Canadian. They want to help everybody. I
1: know. It was so nice.
0: That's that's you know.
1: Anyway, so I think we're we're at well, let's just say we're at around seven hundred all in. Yeah. And, you know, we started at, like, 400-something, so...
0: No, we started at three... We did? We started at three-something in the U.S. In the U.S. Um, What I'm saying to you people is we said we'd give you till March... to May 25th. Yeah. Essentially, you're going to get...
1: You want to give them to the end of the month? Yeah.
0: No. I want to give them till... When is our next episode? Today's the 21st. So, it'll go out tomorrow. Uh, Yeah. So, you're getting we'll give you till we record next week.
1: Look, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I don't think we're getting there. Either. I don't think we're going to get there. I don't think we're getting there either. Which is fine and I think just means not everyone wants a bonus episode.
0: Maybe that's it. Maybe we're we're maybe we're offering the wrong thing.
1: I think I think we might be. Well,
0: maybe we should offer to not do an episode next week.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so if you're listening and you're thinking, well, maybe I would like two episodes of this podcast to come out
1: well, and remember, the bonus episodes are random questions.
0: They are. So, again, not everyone likes that. Not everyone likes that. People listen to it, though. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, so, if you want an episode, just all you have to do is review us in iTunes. We are hoping to be able to deliver that to you. Uh, if you listen to us and you want to rate us and review us on iTunes, we fully appreciate it. And, uh We yeah. do. Great. What's next? Honey?
1: And later in the episode, we'll have a little more information about some other potential bonus episodes. Okay. Um, I'm still on tour.
0: You are. Believe it or not. I totally believe it.
1: Um, No events this week, but next week I will be in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. I will be at the Stanford University Bookstore in Palo Alto on Tuesday, May 30th at 6 p.m. On the 31st, I will be at Madewell. In San Francisco. Cool. Um, also, I believe at six PM. Um, and it's the one like I think the name of the store is like San Francisco Center or something. I think that's a mall in San Francisco or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then I'll be at Book Passage in the ferry building on June first at six PM. That's Thursday. And then Saturday morning at eleven forty-five AM in Berkeley. I will be on a panel at the Bay Area Book Festival, and uh, it's free. You might need to get a free ticket in advance, but I don't think so. I, I believe you can just show up if you go to the book if you go to the Bay Area Book Festival.
0: Website. There's a lot of opportunities for the Bay Area to see Doris Charriere with yeah. her novel.
1: Several locations in the Bay Area. I'm, I'm going to be in the Valley. I'm going to be in the East Bay. I'm going to be. In, in downtown San Francisco. You are
0: all over.
1: It's a real party.
0: You know, I want to just thank everybody for leaving Amazon reviews of your book.
1: I do, too. They've
0: been helping quite a bit.
1: They sincerely have.
0: What's it's, what's your average?
1: Um, it's like four something.
0: Four point what?
1: Um, do you want me to check
0: right no, now? No, you don't have to check.
1: <laughs> I mean, look, like... I will say, um, you know, a lot of people have been leaving like four and five star reviews. There have been several people who like hate the book. Yeah. But I just think that that shows that my reviews are real.
0: Yeah. I mean, people are going to be honest and you're getting a reaction out of someone.
1: I occasionally do enjoy looking at what else other one star reviewers have reviewed. Yeah, It's always quite telling.
0: It's very interesting, right? Yeah. Like that one person who gave us the... One star review on iTunes and the only thing she'd given five stars was a podcast called How to Be a Bitch. (laughs)
1: Look, I'm just saying. (laughs) Uh,
0: We also wanted to mention our Facebook group. Very active still. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. And guess
1: what? We hit a milestone this week in the Facebook group. 2,000 members.
0: 2,000 members? Yeah. Wow. If each member left a review on our iTunes page. <laughs> uh, thank anyway, you. It's a,
1: you know what I love? I mean, I feel like I've said this before, but what I love about the Facebook group in particular that I don't think you find on a lot of other message boards mm-hmm. is everyone is so helpful no matter what like level ivf person you are like if you are a beginner and you're just about to go to your first appointment you're like hey guys i'm really nervous we're about to go to our first appointment like i feel like there's other message boards where people are like just search for like people have answered this question like a thousand times like just yeah. search for it whereas on our facebook group people are super i wonder if nice we should helpful. go
0: back to the first episode Of the podcast Uh and like record a thing to go on in the front of it. Like a bumper? Like, hey, if you're checking out this podcast, chances are you're thinking about IVF or you're new to IVF or whatever. We wanted to say we have this resource for you. I love that. That we didn't have when we started the podcast, but it exists now. Yeah. In the meantime, here's the first episode.
1: I really like that. We
0: should do that. Maybe we should do that. I have to replace the file on the server, but it's doable. Um,
1: Also, that episode is so short.
0: What is it, 30 minutes long?
1: 38 or something.
0: <sighs> we were so young and naive. <sighs> we were. Um, also wanted to mention you can visit our website, .com.
1: Um, We are getting the resources page together. It, it, it exists in draft form, um, just doing some tweaks to it but hoping to have that up this uh, week. I know I've said that. But big
0: thank you to Mary Jane, who's putting that together for she us. She is a hero. She is a hero. And you know what? Bo really likes her. That's true. Uh, you can email us uh, if you'd like an email right on the show. If you have a question that maybe we not be able, might not be able to answer, but our listeners might be able to help you with, uh, Matt at gmail.com or mattanddory at gmail.com. And you could always... Call us and leave a voicemail four one three four six one, baby. Yep, we did it.
1: You really just just seized that business I out of my hands. Took the
0: paper and I just was like, I am gonna get through this real <laughs> wow. quick. Wow, <laughs> honey, you are such a bully. I'll let you drive the rest of this. No, it's fine. Why no, don't you it's just fine.
1: no just just take over? I just I'm no, not it's taking cool. over. It's I'm, all right.
0: Oh boy, I am here to help everybody. <laughs> In the in in all the ways that I can. You
1: know what? I think I would actually like to start with a voicemail. I realize that's
0: unorthodox. Breaking the mold.
1: But I was listening to this I'm you know, I'm trying to listen to the voicemails ahead of time. And I was listening to this voicemail and uh-huh. I was like, Oh my god, this is like one of my favorite voicemails I think we've ever gotten. Wow. And it just gave me like a warm, fuzzy feeling inside. Okay. So now so that I've built it up. Let's hear it. Okay, here we go.
2: My name is Andrea from Seattle, and I just want to say I really love your podcast. My sister in law actually recommended it to me, and um, it has not disappointed thus far. I just finished, I'm a little behind, Um, I just finished listening to episode 14. Um, When you had the two sisters on, and that that was really fun to listen to. And then I also listened to the two dads. One was one of my favorites. And after hearing their podcast um, or their episode, I decided that I wanted to try to be an egg donor. So um, it's something that I've thought about before, but I have allergies, and I just always thought that it was going to be like an absolute no, that nobody would want that. But after hearing kind of their process of deciding which donor they would choose, um, I decided I would at least give it a shot. And then if someone, if I'm appealing to someone, then I would love to um, to do that. So I just want to say thanks for opening up people's eyes like mine who would have never really thought about this. I'm 25. I'm not married. Um And it's something that just wouldn't have crossed my mind had I not been listening to your podcast and kind of giving like a behind-the-scenes look at what the um, process is like. So just want to say thanks and keep up the great work. And I can't wait to um, to catch up. All right, bye.
0: Well, we're changing the world. I just I,
1: I just got such a like like nice fuzzy feeling about that.
0: I think that's a big decision, and I think that she's made it, and uh, I'm f- very happy that it'll probably be easier for someone else now to totally find find that like whether egg. or not
1: she ends up in like actually donating her eggs to someone
0: hey at least she's it's in there it's it's, in, it's her head. in
1: her head. it's something that she never would have thought about, but hearing about other people's struggles has made her want to do this, and I think that that is really beautiful.
0: I agree. It's I mean that's that's my two dads episode's probably my favorite episode. It's a pretty great episode of the show. Not just because I enjoy Mark so much, but
1: uh What about Chris? Chris was sick. Let's be honest. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: um but uh it just uh just is really it's quite a tale. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend going back and listening to how uh, two dads try to get a baby.
1: Yeah, you know, and people have suggested that we do more interviews on the podcast. And like, yes, I agree. And we have actually a backlog of people who I've contacted have been like, we would like to interview you, but I've been traveling so much, and it's just been real hectic in this hard house. To, hard to name Um down. It's been tough to schedule. So I would say after mid June or so right
0: when we start back into the uh, cycles
1: right when we start back into the cycles (laughs) we'll uh, do some more interviews Um, but no I have I have some people lined up and I'm excited about them but just things have just been a little cray-cray
0: cuckoo bananas
1: cuckoo bananas all
0: right well thank you Andrea for that voicemail Dory loved it
1: you didn't love it no i loved it too but oh, you okay.
0: like you loved it
1: i really loved it i really thought it was quite special um all right well i'm gonna read this email now okay this is from emily um who just to sort of condense her backstory she is 43 and she and her partner were looking into ivf and very discouraged by the low odds at her age and the expense of it all. And so she says, My partner is just getting back from Prague, where he left his sperm that will be used to fertilize the donor eggs that we hope will be our future children. Huh. I will be traveling there this summer and will be undergoing the transfer during the second part of July. There was quite a bit of research and decision making that happened at an accelerated rate to get to where we are now, but it feels like the right thing for us and we are both so very excited. The reason that I felt compelled to write was to encourage your listeners to look into medical tourism for IVF as a more affordable and often more effective alternative. There's a ton of information online, and although it can be difficult to navigate, it is well worth it. Each country is a little different, and there are laws to take into consideration, but for us, this was the answer. The cost, including travel and lodging, for three guaranteed rounds of transfers with donor eggs, plus some extras that I added, embryo monitoring, Pixie.
0: What is Pixie? Don't know.
1: (laughs) And embryo glue.
0: Oh, that makes it stick to Another your term line.
1: I've never heard never
0: heard of that either. Will be Oh, I don't know. Did you look? No. Okay,
1: take a guess. For all of that stuff. Three guaranteed rounds of transfers with donor eggs, plus some extras that she threw in.
0: <laughs> and
1: plus including travel and lodging.
0: I don't know. I would I would guess somewhere in the neighborhood of uh nine thousand dollars.
1: She said it will be under nine thousand dollars.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So,
1: you were very close. Boom. That seems very reasonable.
0: It does seem very reasonable. I wish we could go to Prague.
1: Honey, I could go to Prague.
0: You could, yeah. I'd have to go there and jerk off though. Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of effort, I think. I mean, <laughs> well, let's see where we're at after the next round. I was going to say
1: let's see where we're at next hiatus. Let's I mean,
0: s- not next hiatus, but
1: well when the hell thinking, would you be able to go to Prague?
0: I could I could go for a weekend. Alright. A weekend in Prague. I'll take a Friday off. <laughs> um Goldbergs can survive with uh without me for a day.
1: I might want to spend a little more time there, you know. Well you gotta, you gotta
0: you do you, you know. Yeah. I'll I'll just go crank one out.
1: I wonder if I could like convince a friend to go.
0: <laughs> I'm sure maybe we could have a listener contest.
1: It would be like eat pray love but with embryos in Prague. Do you think I could sell that?
0: Eat, pray, baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Sounds like eat a baby.
0: All right. Well, we'll work wanna, on the name. I want to eat a baby. Uh, Emily, that's very interesting. Thank you for sharing that with
1: yeah, us. Yeah. I'm very interested.
0: <laughs> All right. Didn't realize you'd actually be really interested. I'm going to come to Prague with you,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Emily. Oh,
0: wow.
1: Um, okay. This is from Jill. And she writes, can you give me more info on how to think about scheduling our first round of IVF? Okay. Work is insane, like working 60 plus hour work week, insane and stressful. Yep. Yay me, not, she said in parentheses. Anyhow, should I wait till this crazy season at work becomes less nuts or just go for it? Again, I'm not getting any younger, but I don't want to have roid rage at work. That would be bad. (laughs) Also, work stress can't be helpful for cooking good eggs for retrieval, right?
0: True. Very true.
1: Yeah. I I think she said she was 40 in her email. I'm condensing the emails now, honey. you're
0: doing a fantastic job. Thank you, Matt. You You and Andy both crushing the emails today.
1: Well, you know, that's because people respond to helpful feedback and constructive criticism
0: <laughs> um so let's t- i wish we had more information uh, as oh, oh, as, wait. no no no, <laughs> now no you want more information. i don't know that she provided what does she do uh she didn't say exactly i'm not criticizing you okay. i'm simply saying i would like right. more information okay. what kind of what is this job that she has seasons is she like an mlb scout what does she do? Mm. This is this is a big question I um, have. What's her team like? What right. what is her position? I didn't. Yeah. How much time could she conceivably not be there for? Mm-hmm. How stressful is it? What is, is she is a she manager? Doing? Yes. Is she uh, a contract employee? Is she full time employee? What's her health insurance like? Is she there because of health insurance? Like, what's the situation there? we have a lot of questions for you and we would like you to follow up with replying to us. Okay, but even
1: without responding to those questions... Yes, go. I feel like just generally... Yeah. I I personally believe that the more you can reduce any stressors in your life, the Mm -hmm. better.
0: Yes. I agree.
1: Because it is an extremely stressful undertaking.
0: And if you're... Sorry. If your job... Is inherently stressful.
1: Okay, right now, Matt, (laughs) there is a broken Mickey Mouse ornament on our dining room table, and Matt is swinging the little pom pom on the top of his on top of Mickey's hat that broke off Uh on the end of a ribbon that attaches to a Christmas tree. Yes, he's swinging it around
0: like a like a fidget spinner. I don't understand what the problem is here. <laughs> There's no problem. I actually prefer
1: things. that because it doesn't make any noise. Neither did
0: the other thing. Mm. Okay. Back to you. Back Emily. to Jill. I am Jill. Sorry.
1: Emily was the first one.
0: Uh, yeah, Jill. If work is stressful, I would say it's not a great idea to try to undertake IVF while you're super stressed. Yeah. If you have in your sights a less stressful time for work. Yeah. I would sort of look to there. <sighs>
1: it's tough though because like
0: you're under a time constraint you're under a time constraint
1: and there's never gonna be a quote-unquote ideal there's never gonna be an
0: ideal time but there could be a better time
1: yeah and i i would say i guess also like what can you do to make your work life less stressful like what what steps can you take to try to reduce the stress that you have at work
0: yes i think jill i'd love a follow-up email from you
1: okay noted Would you like to read the next one? Sure. Okay.
0: Uh, This is from Katie. My girlfriend and I recently had our first visit to Shady Grove to begin the amazing journey of parenthood.
1: Shady Grove is a big clinic in D.C. that a lot of people go to. It's very famous. Uh Uh-huh. Also has great SEO.
0: Oh, well, that's... Yeah, for Shady Grove, I would think like retirement home or funeral home. Or hospice. Or hospice care, not the reverse of all of them.
1: no but any if you google any sort of like ivf related question shady grove shady grove pops up like they have like an info page that pops up like in the first like five results
0: they probably had hired someone i'm sure they did uh we have been together for almost two years and have been on the same page about creating a family since very early in our relationship i'm 35 and she's 28 so i will be the first to get pregnant We have looked at donors, and during my next period, I will be going in for preliminary testing to get the lay of the land and see where exactly we stand in terms of family. However, we are not married, and we have discussed it in a very matter-of-fact way that we will definitely need to get married before getting pregnant and that it will be a small affair. So here's the actual question. Okay, hit me. What is the best way to propose to someone who doesn't love planning and doesn't like being the center of attention? How did your proposal go down? As a hyper planner who goes super overboard, parenthetical, last year we went to Thailand for her birthday, and this year was Paris, close parenthetical, I think I have uh, inadvertently set the bar pretty high for myself. I just want to be sentimental uh, and a reflection of how much I love my hopefully future wife. She is the person I have been searching for my entire life, and I'm so excited to put a ring on it.
1: That is so nice.
0: That's very sweet. Uh saccharine almost. That's how sweet it is.
1: I disagree. <laughs> I think it's like 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 cane sugar. Uh, like I, organic cane sugar.
0: Well, you see, but what do I usually put in my coffee? Oh, sweet and low. Yeah. So, well, not, not anymore. Um, I just drink it black now. The only thing that stuck with Whole30 was black coffee.
1: And you really you don't drink as much Diet Coke.
0: No, it's a treat if I have yeah, a Yeah, it's Coke. a treat. It's like maybe once. Whereas you used once, to keep it. I would say once every two weeks. You used maybe. to keep it in the fridge. I kept it in the fridge like, whoa. Yeah. Cases of
1: cases it. Cases of it.
0: I miss it, but I don't crave it.
1: But you broke that habit. I did. I'm happy about that.
0: Remember that email from the person who was wanting to know how to kick the soda habit? Yeah. Coffee. Yeah okay you
1: also don't drink as many energy drinks as you used to
0: no because it's like so it's got the sugar in it so i don't drink it
1: so that that was actually a huge energy
0: drinks are rarer than soda for me
1: that i mean that is a huge change for you right so the fact that you've been able to keep that up is like amazing
0: well didn't help the fact that i'm still fatter uh okay so let's talk about proposals
1: wait do we get to the end of our email we did. was okay, cool. excited to put a ring
0: on. Okay. Um. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince—they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks. Tease and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but, like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little. Just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, And they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombus is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombus is that when you purchase an item, Bombus donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombus has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombus can make returns easy as well. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel. Thank you. Hyper planner, uh, sitting about a meter away from me right now. Hello. She's uh real, real plany dandy. Um, so we knew we were getting married. Like we knew the proposal was happening. And it also became a thing where I was just like, well, I want to get the right ring. So we just went ring shopping. We had decided that we were getting married Mm -hmm. and we had also decided that, well, I had decided that I didn't want to get her a ring that she was not going to like because she'd be stuck with it till she died. Mm. Um, So I wanted to involve her in that process. And then I was introduced to the world of vintage jewelry. Mm. which was a big money saver, also more Dory style.
1: Yeah, I didn't want a new diamond because kind of icks me out. Yeah. And I also love the style of vintage. Yeah. Particularly Edwardian uh, engagement rings. Yeah. And we found this estate jeweler in L.A. and very nice man. Claude. Claude and went to him and and i love my ring
0: It was on a recommendation from uh coola oh yeah that's how we ended up at claude
1: and i also got my wedding ring there
0: yeah um so that being said we sort of i don't think we planned on the day to go we just sort of found a day where we're like oh let's go today it was valentine's Valentine's day Day. (laughs) but we didn't realize it was valentine's day until we were like there
1: and we were like, oh, this uh, is Valentine's We were like, Day. ugh, this feels <laughs> gross.
0: It's Valentine's Day. And but we were
1: also the first ones there. Yes.
0: We were. Turned I out feel to like be, he was a little late. Was he? I don't know. We think we looked up the hours and everything and then Yeah, and it was advantageous to us for us to be late because there there became a backlog of people because yeah, it was Valentine's Day. Exactly. Um
1: You mean advantageous for us to be early?
0: That's what I meant. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um so Dory knew she was getting a ring. Yeah. So then that took all pressure off of a proposal.
1: I mean, and the surprise you could have done a little more for the proposal.
0: Honestly, I could have, but I didn't want to. Hi. <laughs> um,
1: no excuse. Just, I didn't want to.
0: It was during an episode of house hunters that I popped the question.
1: Didn't you have some complicated thing with a shed and then I like didn't like I didn't bring my bike in or something and then you had to go out to the shed to get the ring.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you just you just fucked it up. I fucked it up. Um, so I mean,
1: it wasn't a very elaborate plan to begin with.
0: No, not super elaborate, but elaborate enough that it had to be ruined. But, um, (laughs) so yeah, I just proposed to her during an episode of House Hunters because I wanted her to know this is the rest of our life watching house hunters.
1: Hi, I'm a amateur taxidermist. <laughs> and he's and I'm a, a piano part,
0: tuner. I'm a part-time piano tuner. <laughs> our budget is 14.6 million dollars. <laughs> We're looking for something with 40,000 square feet and four pools.
1: I love mid-century modern.
0: I love Spanish. I uh, hope we can agree on something. Um, so let's give her advice. Oh yeah. Um,
1: well, I feel like she's in a better she's in a better situation because she's the planner and she's the one proposing. Yeah, It was
0: reverse with Dory and I,
1: right? So and I think
0: it doesn't want to be. You know, I think you can do it somewhere quiet. She doesn't want to be the center of attention. I'm not saying go pop the question in front of the castle at Disneyland.
1: Yeah, don't do that. Like, and ugh. you don't need to do like a viral proposal.
0: No, please, no. I don't want to see with like it. a dance. Yeah, no, that doesn't have to happen either. Or a
1: flash mob. Do people still do those?
0: I don't know. Hmm. I'm not really up on the internet lately,
1: except for dead malls.
0: That's right. Um, so I would try to think about maybe doing it in a, in a, in a
1: maybe you make place a place that's
0: special to you yeah, that isn't that's um, nice. that's that isn't. Idea crazy public maybe somewhere you guys you know once hiked or something dory has removed more <laughs> items from my hand
1: how do you where do you keep finding these items
0: they're just here
1: um i was gonna say even like cook her a really nice dinner
0: yep don't put it in the food though don't put it in the food it's grody
1: um yeah i like the idea of taking it maybe it's like you know, if you lived in LA, like you could take her like the Griffith Observatory, or yeah, you know, somewhere like that. That's like naturey. But I don't know what kind of like I don't know what you guys are into.
0: Maybe well, you, maybe you hate they're nature. in DC. Maybe they do it in front of the Lincoln Memorial. That's kind of weird. Would you emancipate me from being single?
1: <laughs> I don't think I like that idea. <laughs> why don't you do it in front of like yeah? I mean, there's why just, don't you do
0: it in front of the Martin Luther King Memorial? I think do say we, I have a dream. And it's that you marry me.
1: I think doing it in front of a memorial is
0: weird. Do it in front of the Washington Monument and say, I cannot tell a lie. I would like you to be my wife. Do it in front of the Jefferson Memorial where you could say. You you
1: have a lot of ideas for (laughs) proposing in D.C. (laughs) Well,
0: the National Mall, uh, uh, you know, do it in front of the Jefferson Memorial and say you're doing it in order to form a more perfect union
1: that's kind of cute uh uh,
0: you're welcome those are all uh dc locale you could do it at at the chili restaurant you could put it in the chili
1: what if she wanted to (laughs) propose at the museum?
0: um tell her that you have some breaking news (laughs) Uh, i want you to be my wife
1: (laughs) Uh, okay i think we came up with a lot of good ideas
0: Uh, you could put it, uh, you could do it at the Smithsonian. You could say that you would like our relationship to go down in history. It's the greatest (laughs) of all time. You could really just, uh, if you need, if you tell me where you're proposing and I'll tell you what to say.
1: You know what? Maybe we should listen to another. Let's do it. VM. VM. Um, Here we go.
3: Hi, my name is Kim and I am calling uh, to respond to a email you read from Elizabeth, uh, who dislikes her job but was not sure what to do since she's trying to get pregnant, mm-hmm. um, and I have a couple of thoughts on this. Um, first, I it took about three years uh, for my husband and I to get pregnant. We didn't end up doing IVF, but we did do multiple rounds of IUI. And just in general, having gone through that, I feel like it's really easy when you're trying to get pregnant to keep putting off doing things because you're sure you're going to be pregnant. And mm-hmm. my experience was that was crazy making and you need to just keep living your life and it'll yes. happen when it happens and you will be happy and whatever stage you're in, you'll just figure it out. The other thing is that I was in a stressful job situation, uh, with, uh, well, I won't get it. Anyway, I was trying to figure out what to do about that and I actually managed without changing jobs in my case, but I managed to resolve it so that a lot of the stress of my job situation went away and literally that month that that happened is when I finally got pregnant. So I think getting out of a stressful situation is just a good idea in general. Just my thoughts. Love your podcast. Thanks.
0: Thank you.
1: Hey, Doreen. Oh, Whoa, you're sorry, to the sorry, second sorry. No, I didn't mean to do that.
0: Uh, whoever you to... are, you already heard a little preview of you. <sighs> sorry.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I I had to learn that. Yeah. Because it's so easy to get into the mental headspace where you're like, well, I'll probably be pregnant at such and such time, so we shouldn't plan this and that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I think after the transfer failed, I was like, okay, I can't.
0: Sorry. Playing with more things. Oh
1: my (laughs) God, everyone. (laughs) Um, I think after the transfer failed, I was like, okay, like I just got to do me. And if I end up canceling something, then I end up canceling something.
0: Yeah. Um, that was timely. That was a timely voicemail. Yeah. Really helped a couple of our listeners. I agree. That's the beauty of the podcast. We get uh, we get a lot of uh, emails and then follow-ups. I know. I from, love it. From listeners who've been through similar things. I love it. We're probably the best health podcast uh, <laughs> on the planet. Maybe we should move our category from alternative health. I don't know why we're in alternative health.
1: I think you put us there.
0: I didn't mean to.
1: Oh. You can take us out of there.
0: I can do a lot of things. We'll see if the iTunes server pings it. Okay. You know what? Maybe if we got enough reviews on iTunes, I'd be able to take it.
1: Ooh. Um, all right. First, before we read this- I saw
0: the length of this email and then casually handed it I over saw you do that. to Dory.
1: Um, I noted that this email is unabridged. Uh-huh. I felt it was important for us to read the entire okay, email. Okay, so full context here. Full context. This is from Allie. Um, like many in your fan base, I'm an avid yet child-free listener of your podcast. I might be in the minority in that I earned my PhD studying brain plasticity in new mothers. Whoa. My dissertation in two sentences, quote, it takes a lot to be a mom, including physical and chemical changes to the brain. I discovered some new ones and then wrote about them, end quote.
0: That's okay. I like where this is going.
1: As someone who studies the neurobiology of pregnant and postpartum rodents, I often have to pitch my research as being important for infant health and childhood development. And it is because you can't study pregnant women.
0: Whoa. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: You can't do like, you know, that's why they don't know about like antidepressants in pregnant women. Cause you can't actually do tests on them. It's not allowed.
0: That's I mean, it in fairness,
1: It makes sense to that.
0: I mean, the baby doesn't know what they're signing up for. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Right?
1: No, I know that's why they can't do it, but really it's about maternal mental health. And I think that is important enough. In fact, it's currently maternal mental health month.
0: Whoa. Timely. Timely.
1: Here's the thing among the most incredible things about the maternal brain is that it prioritizes infants above all else. This is great. And also scary. It's great because a babies are cute and I'm glad they're raised. Well, Okay. Yeah. And B, infant contact can be tremendously beneficial for new moms, elevates mood, reduces anxiety. So, making infant contact so rewarding tends to be really good for moms. And C, becoming a mother helps many women overcome addiction. Huh. Oh. I didn't know that. While social pressures could contribute, this is more likely a biological imperative, as it's true also in rodents, more than half of whom prefer infants to cocaine.
0: More than half. This is blowing my mind. I mean I she know.
1: gave rodents a choice, infants or cocaine, and more than half of them chose the infant. All right. I mean, I'd want to talk to the ones that chose the cocaine. Cocaina. Um, all right. But it's also scary for many reasons. Chief among them is that the possible loss of a fetus slash baby slash child is so incredibly devastating. But also, this makes pregnant and postpartum women a very vulnerable population, because they often don't prioritize their own health. Mm. This is why I gasped when the idea of discontinuing antidepressant or anti-anxiety medications was broached in your podcast. I thought, no. Then I thought, now I have to write in. (laughs) Then, oh, she totally nailed it. She meaning me. (laughs)
0: All right, Dr. Dory.
1: So, I do want to reiterate your point, Dory, that if your antidepressant or anti-anxiety, etc., meds are working, you should not stop taking them just because you're pregnant or breastfeeding. The best thing you can do for your baby is to be healthy. It will help you bond with them, and that is how they grow healthy and strong. Also, there is really recent work showing that SSRIs actually work better and start working more quickly during pregnancy lactation. If anyone bristled at that acronym, it stands for selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, and it is the main class of antidepressant, anti-anxiety medications. But caveat. Oh. Dory, your call on whether or not you should read this. I decided to read it. Okay. I still can't decide because, like I mentioned, I'm really into the well-being of women, including mothers, and fetal infant child health is just a bonus, super sweet byproduct, but data are data, and people should get to know things and make their own decisions.
0: You ready? So she has some data for us.
1: Every single SSRI
0: reduces
1: fertility. What? They are endocrine, fancy name for hormone disruptors. So there's the one grain of salt embarrassing fact i studied the brain region that makes all the brain serotonin and how it was altered during pregnancy and the postpartum period for five years and i didn't know ssris reduce fertility or that they only work for 10 percent of people Hmm. until i was writing up some new work a couple of months ago i hope that my work finds some more efficacious therapeutic targets to treat stress-related neuropsychiatric disorders in women and men i'm glad you found something that works for you dory uh, Wellbutrin is not an SSRI.
0: FYI. Thanks for the information.
1: For now, you keep doing what you're doing. I love it.
0: That was a fantastic email from Allie. Wasn't it? Dr. Allie.
1: Dr. Allie. That was why I felt it should not be abridged. I um, felt that was all very important information. Again,
0: also, I, I just have to say again, it's, I, I love that people come out of the woodwork to answer other people's questions that we don't always have great answers to.
1: Except we did have a great answer to that Well, huh? you
0: had a great answer. Thank you. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Uh, never been more proud of you. Oh, thanks. Than that moment. Thank you. That was it. Okay. Downhill from here.
1: Okay. <laughs> now, I just love that we have like a PhD in maternal health and well-being. Like yeah. listening to the podcast. <laughs> That's so cool.
0: That is crazy. There's so many. There's so many specialties.
1: I'm also going to quote that statistic that more than half of rodents preferred infants over cocaine. (laughs) I love that.
0: It's a great, that's from her study too. Yeah. No wonder she got a PhD. (laughs) I never would have thought to give rats cocaine (laughs) or babies.
1: (laughs) You know, she didn't say whether they prefer human infants or, Or rodent infants.
0: Uh, uh, Rodent infants. You know, I used to work at a laboratory, Charles River Laboratories, where we bred rats uh, for specific uh, uh, instances. So we'd have rats that uh, were diabetic. We'd have rats that were um, obese. Rats that had AIDS. Rats that had uh, kidney problems. Like all these things, they had to be bred to have this so that they could be tested on. Now, if you're a big fan of PETA, you're probably not a huge fan of the fact that I did that for a while. But I was young and needed money. And the rats, I will say, were well taken care of and their cages were cleaned every day by me. Um, The fat ones were the funniest. They were like, "Hi, What's up? Where's your food? That's what they would do. Uh, And then I'd give them food. Like, hum, 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 hum. Did they
1: did they ask for more food? Did they always look sad when you walked away?
0: They always looked like they belonged on a couch.
1: Oh, uh, rats.
0: yeah. So this one's from Stephanie. After hearing you read an email. From a listener on this week's podcast regarding antidepressant medication and pregnancy. We're on the same subject here. And as we're on the same subject, I'm realizing I don't have my glasses and they're on the coffee table. Do you want me to grab them? Uh, Yeah, this font's a little small.
1: I didn't change the font this week.
0: I know. So, it's because I can tell because everybody's font is different. It looks like uh, Stephanie wrote in using Times New Roman. And it looks like Giuseppe, who's our next email, chose Helvetica. And if I had to pick one, it'd be Helvetica. It might be Ariel. Okay. Back to Stephanie's question now that I can read it.
1: I thought Bo was outside, but he is curled up on his bed.
0: That's how Bo rolls.
4: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
0: Long story short, regarding pregnancy and medication, I had a disastrous experience stopping medication prematurely because my husband and I wanted to start trying for a baby. See, I I thought
1: these were kind of companion emails.
0: Absolutely. And I hope that sharing my experience may prevent other listeners from having to go through what I went through. I know that everyone's situation is different. You know what we should do is email whoever emailed us that original email and say we address your email this week on the podcast Mm. to make sure that she... Here's it. Yeah, we should. Uh, I know everyone's situation is different, and there are certainly some medications that are not safe, but I want to encourage people to seek competent, sometimes multiple, medical opinions before making such a major decision. I've struggled with anxiety and depression since I was a te- uh, teen, having periods of time where I was fine off medication and periods of time where I needed to be on medication. I'm 28 now, and my husband and I started trying to get pregnant about six months ago. Being the planner that I am, Dory, completely on your side with the debate when it comes to planning and vacations. Thank you. Several months before my husband and I knew we were we wanted to start trying, I visited a psychiatrist to discuss the implications of continuing to take my medication, uh, Celexia, generic name for uh, Citalopram. Citalopram, Citalopram, Citalopram. Mm-hmm. A medication I know not. During pregnancy, I was told emphatically that taking this medication during pregnancy was out of the question, and I needed to be off this medication at least two weeks prior to conception. The doctor told me there was no other option. I called my OBGYN to ask her her opinion, and she said, I don't know. I defer to psychiatrists based on this advice.
1: Okay, wait. Can I just say? Yes. I think it is kind of nuts that this is not a thing that OBGYNs are more well-versed in. The fact that her OBG went, I was like, hmm. Right. Like, what?
0: <laughs> I mean, come on.
1: Yeah. Anyway, go on, please.
0: I went off my medication under the supervision of my doctor, even though I didn't feel 100% ready to do so. I had successfully stopped taking medication before, and I didn't think it would be an issue. However, it did not go as smoothly as I hoped, and I went right back to feeling completely beyond awful, panicking, trying to figure out how I could possibly feel this way for months slash years while we tried to have a baby, and I carried a baby. I started Googling. Usually, Googling medication problems can be disastrous, but in my case, I was happy I did. I found a new psychiatrist in my area, the greater Los Angeles area, who specializes in reproductive psychiatry. I love that. She's not the only one. Several other doctors popped up as having the same specialty. I learned that in my specific situation with the specific type of medication I'm taking, it is safe for me to continue treatment as we try to have a baby and as I carry the baby. The doctor I found is amazing and walked through all the research with my husband and I. She told me that some OBGYNs feel uncertain about these medications, so she prepares a report for each of her patients with all the research and data that she can share with OBs. And she remains available to coordinate with them and answer any questions that they have. Untreated depression and anxiety can be so harmful to a baby. Yes. So it's important to weigh these risks and benefits with a doctor who is up to speed in the latest medical research. Even common baby books, i.e. what to expect before you're expecting, discuss the certain antidepressant medications can be safely used during pregnancy. Moral of the story, do your research, get a second opinion, and don't be afraid to switch doctors if you feel you're not getting competent medical advice.
1: Amen.
0: Stephanie, crushing it.
1: Yes. Also, didn't know that a reproductive psychiatrist was a thing that existed.
0: Nor did I. We're we're in email hall of fame here. This is some great emails. Yeah. Uh, and we have two more emails
1: mm-hmm. and one more voicemail.
0: Honey, this is. Uh, do you want to do the voicemail? Sure. Or Do you want to do an email and a voicemail and an email? Mm,
1: let's do an. E- uh, let's do the next email because I actually I think it's it's not exactly related, but sort of
0: This is thematic. A rare week where no one's writing in to tell me that they're a fan of me. It's all just like Dory's so smart at email answering. Oh, Whatever. Um, I get it. Hmm. Interesting. Who this compiled is, the emails? Yeah, this is what
1: happens when your wife does the production.
0: <laughs> the production.
1: The, the like pre production.
0: Uh huh. We're set to be married in June, and our honeymoon is right after. She insisted that we go to the Dominican Republic, which is where my family is from, and I argued against it for fear of Zika virus. Our IVF clinic also advised against it. She still insisted. I eventually gave in. She really wants beautiful beaches, and it seems the best to be the best we could afford. Plus, the CDC website rates DR as only level 2. And to just this is
1: where I was like, oh, dear. Take
0: precautions. The CDC <laughs> that website. Is, I, the,
1: I fear that, that is a gross misrepre- misinterpretation of the CDC website. I'm just going to well, who knows? The state CDC's... that for the record.
0: Trump administration. Who knows what they're doing over there? Uh, the CDC website marks a lot of places. Level two, by the way. My question is, is it a mistake to go to the Dominican Republic? Is Zika still as much a concern this year? What have you guys heard regarding the... In- Uh, The issue, I don't want to shift the goalposts further, and I want to make her happy. You know, happy wife, happy life, and all that. Well, you're not going to have a happy life if you're caring for a Zika-infected baby.
1: So, the next bit is stuff that I copied and pasted from the CDC website.
0: Okay. CDC. If the female partner was exposed to this area, wait at least eight weeks after the last possible exposure and after symptoms start, if she develops symptoms, before trying to conceive. During this waiting period, use condoms or do not have sex. If the male partner was exposed to this area, wait at least six months after the last possible exposure after symptoms start, before trying to conceive. During this waiting period, use condoms or do not have sex. Good God.
1: So And that's for level two. That is for the Dominican Republic. And as far as I know, most clinics, once they know that you are going to a place with Zika, whether or not it is level one or level two, they are going to tell you that you have to wait six months.
0: Aye, ay, aye.
1: So I myself would not go.
0: Dory... Won't even go to Disney World.
1: I will not go to Florida. I will not set she, foot in the state of Florida.
0: She will not go. My parents live in Florida. And guess what?
1: My cousins live in Florida. We, we were invited to a bat mitzvah. I mean...
0: We are not... Uh, we can't go to Florida until eventually. I don't know if we'll ever be able to go to Florida.
1: I mean, look. Basically, they should move.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, that's where we are in our in our... In our Zika opinions. Yes. I think level one, Obviously, level two, there are a lot of people three.
1: who live in if it's Florida. It's a place, like,
0: if it's a place that has a level next to it, maybe, maybe don't. just cool it. If you can avoid it. Yeah. If you live there, I'm sorry. Right. Remove.
1: And like, obviously there's a lot of that. I don't think there's been a native Floridian Zika case um, with a, with a baby. Yeah. I, I don't know that for a fact though. But, I am just of the opinion that I'm going to try to avoid Zika as much as humanly possible. Yeah. And I'm not going to put myself in harm's way when it comes to Zika, which is an easily avoidable thing.
0: And it's only a matter of time before it creeps into Southern California.
1: Right. So in the meantime, just gonna not go to those places, which are... Places I enjoy. Was, I you know I, uh, I like Florida. I like Disney World. That was
0: a heady. That was a heady talk right there. What do you mean? I mean it's a he- like that 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 I I bet we did not give Giuseppe the answers he wanted.
1: I think he was looking for us to give him permission to go to the dr. We're not doing it. No, Giuseppe, I'm not going to have your like a microcephalic baby. Microcephaly, micro.
0: We don't want your tiny-headed baby. We
1: don't want your tiny-headed baby's blood on our hands.
0: However, if you do end up having a tiny-headed baby, we will love you just the same.
1: Yes. But we will also be like, we told you not to go.
0: Yeah. Um, What? Coming down hard on Giuseppe there. Let's (laughs) let's listen to a voicemail. Oh, if you have an opinion on this and you know from firsthand experience, secondhand experience, uh, maybe you live in Florida. I
1: don't know that we are not talking about people who live in these places. We are talking about when you don't live in this place and you are about to do IVF and your IVF clinic thinks it's not a good idea. And you are writing into an IVF podcast, asking them for permission to go to the Dominican Republic when it's level two Zika. I'm sorry, but I just think that that is not something that we can be like calm about.
0: Don't worry putting her foot down.
1: I just, Still a lot of hand gestures. If you
0: have any Zika experience, email us.
1: I I take Zika very seriously. Giuseppe,
0: you get the whole rest of your fucking life to get on a beach. That
1: is what I'm saying.
0: Get the rest of your life to go to a a nice sandy beach. Uh, You know where is a reasonable place to vacation that has lovely beaches? Cape Cod. It's going to be a little cold, but listen, it's not like... I don't know where you live. Where do you live? I'll tell you where to fly.
1: Yeah, you didn't tell us where you live. Tell
0: us where you live, I'll tell you where to fly. You want a beach, I'll get you a beach.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Revere beach.
0: I'll get you a I'll get you a non Zika beach. All right.
1: Okay, here we go.
4: Hey Dorian Matt. Uh, this is Laura calling from Indiana. Um, love the podcast so far. I'm not quite caught up. I'm still on uh, episode twenty six, the 17 one. Um, good episode which actually made me want to call Uh, first and foremost I've been a big Nerdist fan for
0: here we go finally thank you
4: an affinity for Matt Um, oh affinity for Matt so he's been a great resource and inspiration for that Um, but I actually did not even want to start listening to the Equity Adventure podcast until I heard Dory's podcast on Nerdist and I just loved you Dory so (laughs) and I like your guys' interactions together you guys seem really good together um, so, uh, my situation, I'm early thirties, um, have PCOS, uh, still single. So no, no one in sight for that. Um, so probably going to have fertility issues, still, still trying to figure out how I'm going to afford that. So that's kind of in my future. So this has been mm-hmm. really helpful for me to kind of see what I have in my future. Um, but the reason I'm leaving a message is because there was somebody who wrote in saying that they had really bad issues with depression, I think, with their birth control. Oh, and we I should actually have read, had the exact same this. thing. This was birth um, control though. I actually lost my job oh. because of a bad reaction to birth control. I just became suicidal and just stopped caring about life and it really stopped and I didn't realize it was my birth control until it had gone too far. Um, so, uh, if they haven't already, and this is of course late, but if they haven't already, I'd really recommend talking to their gynecologist or whoever, because there are actually different types of birth control with different types of hormones in them mm. that, so they can kind of mix and match and play around just until so they find a good match. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, I changed my birth control and now I'm much better, you know, really healthy and mentally healthy and <laughs> making things work. So again, really guys love the podcast. Can't wait to find totally caught up. Um, Dory, I'm excited about your book. I'm sorry. I've been super broke, but I will actually be buying it at some point here.
1: <laughs> you can take it out of the and, library too.
4: Um, yeah, guys keep up the good work and I can't wait to see what happens in the future here since I'm so far behind, but thanks. <laughs> hey, have a good one. Bye.
0: Um, more good advice.
1: Yeah more good advice
0: thank you for uh, mentioning the nurse podcast I appreciate that I appreciate that
1: she's always felt an affinity for you
0: well who hasn't well a lot of America (laughs) Um, yeah man there's a lot of
1: uh, a lot of good people out there a lot of
0: chemical brain stuff this episode yeah a lot to think about
1: I am in favor of adjusting your brain chemistry if it's not working for you
0: yep that's why dory keeps telling me matt get on some antidepressants Mm -hmm. this is true
1: i think they would really help you
0: (laughs) um this uh last email comes from carly okay today my dog pops sorry poops poops (laughs) today my dog poops (laughs) took a scary dive into a fast river luckily he was caught by some brush and i was able to pull him out oh
1: poor poops now I'm
0: br- now i'm browsing the web to buy a new dog toy to console him and me browsing toys reminded me of bows squeaking in the background of some podcasts <laughs> i love those moments but poops favorite toys right now are gorilla lou a honking gorilla a hide a squirrel the squeaky squirrels that can't be that can be stuffed into a plush tree chip. <laughs> Does Bo have any favorites y'all could recommend on his behalf? Well, I think we kind of did already, Carly. Bo has been loving his toy microphone he that he it. got from Bark. Bark Shop. Barkshop.com.
1: Bark, Yeah, Bark Shop. I think. Hold on, let me double check. The Barkery? <laughs> no, no, no. Bark Shop.
0: Barker, Barkachusetts? They're the no.
1: same. I think they're the same people that do Bark Box which is like that box of dogs. Yeah. Bark shop, com. Yeah. They do bark box. Also, we don't do bark box because we don't need more crap, but bark shop. You can just buy the stuff individually.
0: Yeah. And uh, Bo has loved his microphone
1: because it's, it's a, it's a squeaky, which he loves.
0: It's, squeaky. it's a good hard microphone on the end. Yeah. It's got, a, it's got a rope attached and to And has the, a
1: rope, so it can be tug of war toy.
0: Yeah. He's really, he loves the versatility of it. He's he'll sit really there. He's really taken to and it. And he'll gnaw on the squeaky part. He'll gnaw on the rope. Yeah. He's a real big fan of it.
1: He really likes uh, it.
0: His other favorite toy would probably be Yoda.
1: Oh, yeah. He loves Yoda. Yoda or Chewbacca. Or Chewbacca which his um, aunt and uncle got for him.
0: Yep. This, this came from our, our Austin relatives. Mm-hmm. So those are, those are our three recommendations. There's a Chewbacca, a Yoda, and a microphone. Yep. Really set him up for life.
1: <laughs> oh, and the puzzle.
0: He likes the puzzle, yes. Yeah.
1: Although, you know. It's I, a
0: lot of work, though.
1: Yeah, but it's a good distraction for when he, um, for when we leave. When we leave, yeah. Although, I think the last time, like, I think he's souring on the little training treats. I think they're not high enough value for him. Anymore
0: to go inside the thingamajiggy the puzzle yeah yeah because
1: last time I left and I and I gave him a puzzle which I don't do very often but he was sort of like really yeah like he was like not that into it did he do it he did it but like he he started doing it and then he saw me leaving and he like stopped doing it yeah and was just sort of like mm, but then he finished it
0: well today I gave him two sausages two full sausages oh because i took them out of the fridge and forgot about them and then i came out and i was like oh well, i'll heat them up and give them the bow and then uh, i, I like- cut them up and i put them in his food and uh, as i was leave- i was trying to leave to go do the podcast and i gotta tell you he inhaled them of
1: course he did
0: just inhaled
1: them. of course he did
0: uh if you would like to email us email us at matt at gmail.com or dory and matt at gmail.com um yeah there's uh some things dory has to tell you about <laughs> dory uh went and did this on her own without consulting me on any of it so here's here's what dory thinks you people would like
1: so I made our Patreon page, which is at patreon.com slash excellent adventure. And thank you to everyone who has donated so far. It's very exciting.
0: Have people signed up? Yes. Yes. Good.
1: Um, The thing with Patreon is that it is a month, it's a recurring donation. So it's like you set it and forget it. You never have to donate. You don't have to think about donating to us again. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have a number of reward tears that I'm going to tell everyone about. Okay. So for $1 to $9 a month donation. Yep. You will get one fun fact right on the podcast. Just one. Okay. Not a recurring fun fact. You just get one fun fact. Okay. If you do $10 to $24 a month. Uh-huh. You get a fun fact once a month. Wow. Plus you will get an exclusive photo and caption of the three of us once a month. Wait, what? We're going to take a picture of us and we're going to post it to our Patreon.
0: How are we going to take a picture of us?
1: We'll do a selfie. With Bo? Yeah.
0: You know how hard it was to get him to sit for your Amazon, your your, uh, Reddit AMA. This
1: is all a work in progress. Um, Okay. Now, this is going to be exciting for some of you and not exciting for some of you for for $25 to $49 a month you get a monthly half hour bonus mini episode
0: is the some of us me
1: some of us is Matt (laughs) and the some of us who haven't given us the five-star review on iTunes
0: yeah it's a lot cheaper guys you could five-star review us on iTunes
1: yeah Plus, you get all the rewards from previous episodes, from previous uh, tiers, and then if you donate at fifty dollars or more per month,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you get a personalized voice message from Matt and or me. You can get it from me. You don't have to do it.
0: You can get it from me. I mean, if they want it from me, they can get it from me.
1: And a personalized signed copy of Startup a Novel. Okay. Plus all the rewards from the previous tiers.
0: That's pretty good.
1: So. And that's it.
0: Those are our levels. Those are our levels. One person signed up for this before when before we changed the level.
1: Yes, I, I emailed it, her about it.
0: The, the Dory, fifty dollar level, Dory. The fifty dollar level, Dory was offering that I would play a song on the guitar for them. And I was just like. And
1: Matt got really upset about
0: it. I that. was just like, what?
1: I thought it was a really sweet record. I have reward. to, like,
0: So you'd like. I'm like, so you're telling me they could just tell me what song they want me to play. Then I have to go fucking sit down and learn how to play the song and then record myself playing. No, it would, be, it would be something it. that you already
1: knew how to play.
0: Well, I mean, whatever. I changed it. Who wants to hear just Honey. poor guitar playing? I don't sing.
1: First of all, you're a very good guitar
0: player. I'm not good you are no no yes no. yes i'm yes I'm, I'm okay i'm okay at guitar playing.
1: I, the reward doesn't exist anymore i know so. but i'm just
0: saying to that one person then let me know what you want i'll do it but
1: she seemed fine with
0: the with the voice message okay i feel bad though if she wants it she can get it okay um yeah so that's that's what's going on at patreon these are all things that dory has come up with and i hope that you guys like some of them i'm this half hour episode a month i'm very uh confused about are we have we do we have to do that yet has anyone Uh, has anyone tried to go that level
1: yes but we don't have to do it till after the first of the month
0: okay okay all right everybody (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, if you can you're go in San to Francisco Patreon dot com
1: slash excellent adventure. Yes,
0: and if you're in San Francisco next week, so is Dory. Look her up. Yep. Go to com.
1: And now we get to the donor portion.
0: Your website's updated, right? Yeah. With all your appearance stuff. Yeah.
1: Dory hypenschaffreer dot com. Um
0: Yeah. So this is the part where we like to thank everybody who has donated to the show uh, with a fun fact about them. This is the portion of the show that a lot of people love and one girl wrote us in to ask us not to do it anymore.
1: That was a long time ago. I know. But it's that was when it was it was slow. Yeah. And now we have a faster method. All right. Um, Oh, and also I should say, if you don't want to donate via Patreon, you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to donate at all. But if you want to donate but you don't want to use Patreon, you can still donate the traditional way via PayPal or Venmo. Mm -hmm. Um, And the information for that is on our website, excellentadventure.com. And, again, if if you donated and you never heard your fun fact, please email us. Um, Some occasionally fall through the cracks. And we are very sorry about that. Yes. Please let us know. All right. Are you ready? I think so. Okay. Christopher Royce uh,
0: Christopher refuses to drink anything other than room temperature crystal light
1: Karen Thicker Thickerisi. Uh
0: Karen once tried to date two people on the same night luckily she used her friend's apartment across the hall to keep the other one busy
1: Oh, <laughs> James Redicop. Uh
0: James released a death metal EP 10 years ago called James and the Giant Screech
1: that's amazing. Um, before I get to these next two names, I should say, if you donate on Patreon and you don't use your full name, we don't have your full name.
0: So Danielle and Jeff, we don't know your full names. So we're going to skip the fact for you guys until you get us your full names. Because yeah. like, what's the point? in someone just saying Danielle.
1: Yeah. So please email us your full name. And for those of you who haven't donated yet, but are thinking about it, please make sure that in Patreon, you use your full name.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: Chianti Worth. Uh,
0: Chianti uh, channels her anger, or his anger, is it he or she? I don't know. How about this? Chianti lashes out, uh, channeling their anger mm-hmm. on the Huffington Post comments section. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Stephen Azar. Uh,
0: Steve. Steven sleeps an average of six point five hours a night, waking up each morning at seven seventeen a.m
1: sounds like me. Amanda Lanceter.
0: Uh, Amanda refuses to go to Bed Bath & Beyond in her hometown because once she just wanted uh, a duvet cover, but no one would help her for 23 minutes.
1: Josh Alpharez.
0: Josh's favorite flavor of blow pop is grape. He flat out refuses to try chocolate.
1: Uh, Logan, we also don't have your last name. So, Logan. Please let us know. Hook
0: us up, brah. Uh,
1: Vera Thornton.
0: Vera we didn't have your last name, and we just assumed this was you,
1: yeah, because <laughs> you have donated before
0: uh Vera is consumed by a desire to one day run an ultra marathon, however, she has yet to begin training
1: adam write rate an hour I would think an
0: hour sounds good uh Adam Ritenour? I will say this fact about Adam, though okay. uh, Adam is the first male in his family to stay woke. <laughs>
1: chuck nipper
0: chuck's favorite beetle is ringo
1: diane martin
0: uh between episodes of doctor who diane keeps herself busy with doctor who comic books Mm. i know diane oh she's a fan of the show
1: she she was the one who donated um
0: oh diane wants a song diane wants a song i'm sure diane wants a song i assume it's the same diane martin from massachusetts probably uh all right Okay. Well, let us know, Daniel. All right. Angeles.
1: Jose Cortez, and that is in honor of his 28th birthday.
0: Uh, in honor of Jose's 28th birthday, he will celebrate with family and friends over a basket of unlimited fries at Red Robin. Oh, that sounds good. Nice. Happy birthday, Jose.
1: <laughs> um, this was a donation in honor of Cake the Dog. Uh,
0: cake, despite having the name of Cake the Dog, Cake despises sweets in favor mm. of delicious raw meat.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, in honor of Bob Farker
0: uh bob wants to like fishing he just doesn't
1: alexander charles terp williams
0: alexander charles terp williams signs his full name on birthday cards it's very annoying it's so sean long
1: sean connealy in honor
0: of- uh sure well you know fun fact about sean he's what? a four-time eurovision song contest runner-up
1: whoa yeah Saskia Den Uden.
0: Uh, Saskia holds the base jumping record for North America, either height or number of times. They're not sure.
1: Katie Hoffman.
0: Katie is a master carpenter specializing in wainscoting.
1: Kevin Marmer.
0: Kevin would dance if you asked him to dance. He also loves Enrique Iglesias.
1: <laughs> Andrew Steinle. Uh
0: Andrew was once an amateur wrestler. His finishing move was called the Steinley Stomp,
1: and Rob Weller.
0: Rob, your Rob's real last name is Emmerich. He changed it to Weller because his favorite movie is RoboCop, and he wanted to be connected to star Peter Weller in some way.
1: That's lovely. <laughs> uh,
0: there you have it. There you guys. have it. Thank you all for donating. Thank I you. appreciate it. Uh, keeps the lights on and the server running and the hard drive empty and. The batteries in the machine and the microphone cables replaced when they get buzzy. We really appreciate it. Use gas is the best. Yeah. Uh, go see Dory next week in San Francisco. You can see me every day on the Sony a lot <laughs> until next year. <laughs> uh, that does it. We'll see you guys or well, we'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.